Hi, and welcome to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. Every week, we watch a movie and sit down here to talk about it. I'm Mel. I'm Katie. And we're your hosts. This week, we watched Girls Trip, directed by Malcolm D. Lee and released in 2017. The plot of Girls Trip goes something like this. A group of friends travel to the Essence Festival in New Orleans in an attempt to rekindle their college glory days. Um, Yes, so Girls Trip. Yeah, I keep calling it Girls Night. I even like looked it up I as know. Girls Night so many times. Yeah, we so we're going to do a little like spoiler-free section first to find out whether or not we should see this people should see this movie. Melissa, do you think they should? Um yeah, I mean, sure. It's fun. It's um well executed as far as the genre of R-rated lady comedies go. Um I did find it a bit long. Mm. It's like 2 hour over 2 hours, which it didn't need to be. And there's some bits where it's a bit preachy in a way that kind of bugged me, but yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's fun. It's a good like it's a good fun sort of movie to see with your friends or like, yeah, pretty much. That's for me, it. it depends on how much you're willing to put up with in exchange for some of the good laughs in it, <laughs> because like it is too long, it is too preachy, it is frequently homophobic and like slut shaming in weird ways because it wants it the it wants to have its cake and eat it too on that front. Mm-hmm. It is like. It's a lot of um, – it, it doesn't present anything particularly new. Yeah. And it does it in a way that is frequently off-putting to me. But then some of the bits are really funny and it's got really, really funny women in it, especially – I t- think it's Tiffany Yadish. Mm. Yadish? Yadish, yeah. No, it's with a Y. It's spelt with an H. Is it? Yep. But it might be pronounced Tiffany Yadish, but it's Tiffany Hadish is how it's spelt. She was really, really good. Um, she's really funny. Yeah, um, she's, she's great. easily the best part. Steals the movie from all of the women who are like ten years older than her. By the way, mm. um, they all went yeah. to school together. And uh, yeah, I didn't know her, and she was a real revelation for me. Tiffany yeah. Haddish. So she was great. Um, and you know, it's got women that I really like. Yeah. So, uh, and they're all like decent actresses. Like Jada Pinkett is a good actress, as is um Regina Hall, and yeah. Queen Latifah's got really great presence. I'm still not sold on Mike Coulter, man. But no, M- Mike Coulter, is, oh, this is where I saw it. He's not a good actor. See, up against Regina Hall, she like act rings around. Him. Yeah, he, absolute rings. Whenever around him. he had to act, act awkward or something, I was like. I felt awkward. But not because but not he because, was acting well. Yes, exactly. I just felt awkward that I was like, oh, God, he just can't do this. I mean, he's very handsome yes. and he has lots of muscles and it was a good um, – it was actually a good part for him, like, to sort of play with that a bit. But he is perhaps not up to the challenge of playing up with, playing with that um, stereotype. No. Yeah, no. I, I, I But – um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it depends. Like, there's not a whole lot of, like, fun comedies around at the moment. Um, so, if you want one, this is one. Yeah. And it and definitely has – I would say if you could watch, like, if you could skip the first 20 minutes and the last half an hour, this would be a really fun movie. Mm. <laughs> like, just that part in the middle then. I even liked the fight between all the girls. That was really oh, well, kind of – well, that's the important bit. Like, yeah, but, we, but we spent – there's too long spent building up to that. Yes, but a lot of the stuff – like, the, the stuff where they actually, you know – get up to shenanigans Mm. in New Orleans is funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's fun Um, when they're all high. that Those sequences are always amazing in these movies. I don't know why, but that was great. And it's an (laughs) all-black cast as well. Watching Kate Walsh drink wax 
Mm. And then, God. sorry, we're getting into spoilers now. Yeah, I yeah. didn't want the sound the spoiler. Yeah, warning. sorry. Um, no, but I also want to say that like it's an all it's an all black movie, a movie about all black women, and we almost compla- all. Almost I just all. mentioned Kate. Yeah, Walsh. Kate Walsh. Is, well, I mean, you've got to have a. She's the token white girl though, and they make yeah, fun of her. But, like she really kind of gets it for being the token white girl and yeah, saying black and phrases and things. Yeah, that's right. So it's fine, but. We complain a lot because these movies come out late here and with very little publicity. And this yeah. is no exception. This is two months after it was released everywhere else. Look, there's no reason. This is about on the same level as Bad Mums. Or Rough Night. In fact, or, it's probably better or, than Rough Night. I, I we didn't never see, see Rough, Rough Night. Night, but I've heard terrible things about it. Yes. So this is probably on the same level mm. as Rough Night and Bad Mums and things. Mm. So, like, if you're going to, you know, it, it's – exactly kind of the same idea the as same that audience. only they're playing for single women instead of married women and like women with kids and it went yeah, really really well in the, america so they're all like 45 so they there there are there some are married some have you know and it's all about um like the appearance of perfect marriages versus the reality but it's exactly the same message as bad mums yeah so <laughs> anyway. no, yeah no um yeah so i don't want to get too far into spoilers but th- there is that aspect to it as well and so we wanted to make sure that we saw it and talked about it because yeah. we don't we barely even saw a poster in the cinema about yeah. it. Although our cinema was had more people in it than we were at Valerian. That's true. That is true. <laughs> so there is that. And the people who were in there seemed to enjoy it for yeah, the most part. But they yep. did. Anyway, we should get into spoilers now so yep. we can talk about all okay. the specifics. So if you haven't seen Girls Trip, I would suggest go see it and then come back and listen to us once you have. Yeah. I really love Jada Pinkett Smith. Isn't she great? She works so hard. At roles that I mean, in this movie, she gets the least fun role, mm. or the least. I mean, she gets the Kristen Bell in Bad Mums role, yeah. where she has to She's like the play straight laced. Yes, one exactly. I'm going to compare this to Bad Mums so much because Jada Pinkett Smith is in both of them. Mm. It's the most recent movie we saw of this kind, and they're so similar. But, but she, she puts everything into it. There's scenes where she's like in the background yes. of a of a shot, and she's like doing all the faces and you can tell that she's listening and she's fully giving it her all. She is Lisa in every scene that she's in. And she's, yeah, that's exactly it. She gives so much to it, even though her role is so overwritten. Like she showed the first time she shows up, she's going to go to New Orleans in scrubs. And I'm like, come on guys. That's a joke. Really? (laughs) But that's like, it's, it's so on the nose, you know, and that I found it really awkward and hard to get through for those first 20, 25 minutes Mm. with all the exposition and stuff. It's, voiceover instead of actually showing us things Mm -hmm. it's so cheesy it's so hard to get through i found regina hall's character so unlikable so unlikable all the way through the movie unless she was having fun with her friends i found her completely unlikable because all of her complaints i was like you chose this you brought this on yourself and then we find out late in the day that she chose it and she blames sasha for a lot of it when she dumped Sasha on her butt, like to tr- yeah, when they were supposed to be partners, and I was like, "Wow!" So she's even more unlikable than I thought she was. I found her to be like everybody else I could like, but she just God, I it's just okay. the character. It's not the actress. yeah, yeah. I'm I didn't, not I actually her. didn't mind her. I could relate to her a bit, but I think they should have um instead of it being all voiceover stuff, it should we should have actually been shown that she's actually like they didn't really do a good job of showing how famous she was. No. There's this idea that you're like it's you know it's like traveling with Beyonce or whatever, but it clearly isn't mm. because they just wander around the streets on their own and stuff. So it's she's clearly not that famous. She's not the second coming of Oprah, although somehow she's. Oh, uh, I think it's trying like to get the idea that she is on the track to be the second coming, yeah, yeah. like more than she is at the moment. But yeah, it's very unclear. It's also really unclear what their marriage status is because there's a scene early on that they're like, oh, we're partners more than a marriage. 
But then they come back to it later and she's like, do you even love me? And I was like, didn't we establish that he didn't in the beginning of the movie? Yeah. Like, I couldn't figure out what the situation was with them. And I respect it more <laughs> as like a business partnership where they have to stay married for pretenses than I respect it for being like an actual marriage. Mm. And that was really confusing. It's really confusing. Like, I don't know. I just found that whole, her whole storyline really, I mean, I get what they were trying to do with it. Mm. But I just don't think they thought it through. Well, it's, I, I was actually almost found too. It was like she was too perfect, like too pretending to be too perfect. Yeah, she didn't even have a pretend flaw, and she wouldn't have gotten to be so famous if she didn't at least have a pretend flaw. You know, she didn't have anything though. She didn't, yeah, like even her real flaws were just like, and who she really was was very unclear. I found um, um, Queen Latifah's Sasha storyline, who and she's doing some really unlikable things too. But she was much more. Mm. Um, I felt a lot more for her. Yeah, yeah. Well, she got to pay a mortgage, right? And she's got bills, and you can understand where she's coming from. Especially when we find out again late in the game that she got like screwed over, screwed by. over by Regina Hall's character. Mm. There's nothing about that earlier in the movie, so you don't know where this beef is coming from and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, it's odd, but like I found her storyline much, much more like full of pathos and much more relatable, and and it's not like. I could put myself in either of their shoes, mm. but I just thought that they did a better job with writing that, you know, and, and yeah. making it clear where she was coming from for things. Yeah, okay. I, I really, what what really put me offside though was that it's sexist, it's like misogynistic and sexist and homophobic in some of its jokes. Mm. And that really kind of, I was like, this is supposed to be a fun girls movie. Can you at least not slut shame for five minutes, please? I know. I also wish these movies wouldn't insist on having some kind of bodily function joke. <laughs> like this one is one of the better executed ones of somebody peeing themselves on a flying fox um, or a zipline. But it's still like, why? Mm. Why must we have toilet humor? It's really not funny unless you're seven. And different oh, people like different things. Yeah. That doesn't, I mean, I didn't enjoy that scene very much, but it doesn't bother me exactly. It's more that like, it was, it was very uneven in its humor and it's very mm. uneven in its treatment of the characters. And that, that, to come back to this slut shaming thing, mm. they, they really wants to have its cake and eat it too. Oh, Cause yeah. it's like, oh, Jada Pinkett Smith's character, Lisa needs to get laid, mm -hmm. right? Let's put her in skimpy dresses. She can't wear what she wants to wear, even though she really likes it. That made me mad. That genuinely made me mad. I was like, your friends, that's, her friends were just being mean to her. But they would try, she was trying to go out looking like Heidi. I know. She I, I mean, look, Heidi the Swiss girl, not Heidi Klum, which is what she should have been going for. I know, but she can wear what she wants. Mm. Or they can like say, oh, it is really nice, but maybe not for this situation or something. Because she was really proud of that outfit and she liked it. And if she likes it, she should get to wear it. We don't have the right to tell other people what I just yeah, okay. it put me off because she was like really kind it, of it's, out of her comfort zone and trying and they just kept like mocking her for it. It, it reinforces some very conservative ideas because she's divorced. You know, she needs to needs to go out and get laid. But then it's got some really conservative ideas about how about having it all. It makes mm. these jokes about well, not jokes. It, it, the idea is that Regina Hall's character is all like, yes, you can have it all. And like then the the message of the movie is that you can't. And I don't know, that's a very conservative message because when people talk about having it all, all they mean is having what men have always had, which is to say a family and a life outside of their family. Yeah, the, the movie kind of doesn't specify what it means by having it all. 
Mm. It really doesn't. That's true. Because she and doesn't have it all, obviously, because they no. keep bugging her about having kids. Right. So, and, and, and also we find out that she hasn't been able to have kids. Yeah. Which is a bit weird with the ages of the actresses involved because they're all like 45, mm. except for Tiffany Haddish, who's even she's 37. So, no, the, 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 so two of them, um, Queen Latifah and Jada Pinkett Smith are 47. Mm. And then Regina Hall is like 43, 45, somewhere in there. Yeah, but around 45. And yes. Yeah, they're all around 45. You can tell Tiffany Haddish is younger than the Yeah, others, you can. Really they don't, clearly. It doesn't look like they went to college together. No. And like also that's the, the stuff around like having children, not being able to have children all only in celebrity world is that a thing at 44. Like in real people world, it's a thing at like 35. Well, I don't know what age they're playing but here. Yeah, that, well, no, they're playing 44. Because okay. if they, there's, it says at the start, it's got a picture of them in 1992 dancing on the dance floor. It's got a picture of them graduating in 1995. Okay. If they're graduating college in 1995. That means they were all, they were supposed to be born around 1972 or 73, which makes okay. them 45. Yeah. 44, 45. There's so, no way Tiffany Haddish looks like yeah. she's 45 in this movie. And it, that's like, it's a weird thing to be worrying about like at that age <laughs> you'd be I, I, I don't know Hollywood mums they do you know, they, they're weird about Hollywood mums ages like you have 31 year olds playing mothers of tweens and then you have like in the real world that's that would not be very mm. likely but also they've got 45 year old women playing the mothers of toddlers and it's a bit strange as well yeah, so it's because they don't understand about the real world. I I saw yeah. this video or read an article or something that was really funny about. Not to say that there about, aren't forty-five-year-old mums of toddlers. There are, yeah. especially if they've dealt with infertility, like Regina Hall's character has. But at the same time, it's not like yeah, it's like they don't really understand what real mums look like or are like or what ages they would be. Yeah, and yeah, the, this this article that I read was really um came to mind in this because it was about or video. Mm. Even one of the cracked videos. I'm not sure. But it's like about how Hollywood just doesn't have any clue about real jobs and real lives. Because mm. it was talking about how in every movie there's like some big deal or something like that that you have to do. And that's not something that most everyday people have to deal with on a regular basis. Mm. It's something that people in Hollywood have to deal with on a regular basis. You have to do this big thing or the movie will fall through or mm. the deal will th- fall through or whatever. Um, and so they just don't have any clue about like the real yeah, kind which of everyday makes sense grind. For, um, for Regina Hall's character as a celebrity, yes, it's it supposed does. to be a celebrity. But it yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like Jada Pinkett is clearly Jada Pinkett Smith is clearly a doctor or something or a nurse, right? She's yeah. in Scrubs, but it's only kind of referred to a couple of times, and that's a more that's the more interesting job. But they have sort of they have no idea that of course she'd be a doctor. She's the smart one and the one who worked hard. Well, also, um, but also, um, um, Queen Latifah's character has multiple degrees according to her, mm. so would be very smart. I don't know. I, I yeah. It's confusing and the movie doesn't seem to know what it wants to do with these characters no. most of the time. It just wants to have fun with them and when it is when it is having fun with them, it's really it's good. It's really good and it's really funny. Again, like, yeah, Tiffany Haddish pretty much steals every scene. She's yeah, wonderful. So good. Um, I love the dance battle. That was great. Hmm. It was odd, but it makes sense to be odd because it's in the middle of all their, like, right I'm after so all their hallucinations. I'm so there was a dance battle. Yeah. Like, I, this movie would have been much less without the dance battle. It, it was would. amazing. That was amazing. And Tiffany Haddish and Jada Pinkett Smith are really good dancers. Yeah, too. they were. They put them in the front. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, I mean, not that Latifah can't dance. She's obviously been doing it forever. But yeah, they, those two can really dance. Mm. Yeah, but that was, I just thought it was funny that they put those two in the front mm. because, they, and Tiffany Haddish was really good. Yeah. Um, I loved her um, costumes in this movie she, as well. They were so the pretty. brightly colored like dresses that she wore all the time were amazing. She looked mm. incredible. And she just had a real aesthetic about her. Like yeah. she was thoughtfully costumed. Yes. Um, I kind of get like, 
you sort of understand why Lisa, um, Jada Pinkett Smith, wouldn't be because she's mostly borrowing clothes because she didn't pack appropriate no, clothes. No, she, she, yeah, she packed and all her mum's clothes. And tinier than everybody else. I don't yeah. know how they found a dress that fit her because she is, it's so funny watching her next to Queen Latifah. It reminded me of that West Wing thing yeah. with Alison Janney and, um, and um, Kristen Chenoweth when they yeah. were together and they were like, oh, how are we even the same species? Yeah. Because Jada Pinkett Smith is a head shorter than the other two, and then she gets next to Queen Latifah, and she <laughs> yeah. And in that and that opening scene, she's in flats, which makes mm. sense for her character. Her character would wear sensible flats on the plane, but and the others are in heels. Yeah. Although Latifah, it's hard to tell, but I think they're all the others are all in heels. And Queen Latifah's really tall. I don't tall think Queen anyway. Latifah wears heels apart from like one right. scene in this. She's pretty movie. tall anyway. She's yeah. like six foot one or something. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, there's teeny tiny Jada, and of course she's the one who gets stuck on the um. On the zip line too, yeah. because she's so tiny, she just doesn't have enough weight or like size to push her across. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but she is she's itty bitty, and it's just I like that they don't try to hide it. No, no, they kind of emphasize all the size differences and things. And I just think she really gives a lot to this movie. Mm, she does um, sometimes more than it deserved. I think in some <laughs> scenes where she, when she was like crying at the speech and everything and all that sort mm. of stuff felt so much more real than the other ones. It just. I love her. Mm. So for me, the t- and they're the two like sidekicky ones that don't have as much drama to mm. deal with, and they're better, I think, than the mm-hmm. two main ones. Even though I think Queen Latifah's storyline was more interesting. Mm. But yeah. yeah, I just like that twenty first twenty five minutes was such a grind um, for me to get through because it's so cringy. Yeah, for me, it's so tropey. It's so like w- we have to put this movie together. Let's do it like every other movie. There's no kind of big standout fun scenes or interesting things. I actually thought this movie, yeah, was not very well put together. That's what I yeah. – it needs a real polish. Like, and I don't – I'm not familiar with the director, so he may be very early on in his career. So, you know, he can be forgiven, I guess. But it's really like – Look at a woman to direct la- la- Yeah, well, it, that would be um, – that would be great. But it's it's kind of lacking a bit of polish around it. Like, there's certain shots that are really weirdly done. Mm. It's one of Regina Hall speaking a mantra to herself over and over mm. again that spends too long on the back of her head. Before coming around, there's well, things you, you drag see, on too long. The one where they all sit down and pray, oh my god, um, which could that have been, was kind of a cute moment, but but it, it was is, cute, but it dragged on too long. Yeah, like and it, it dragged into this montage of the moon rising and all but that. But it's also this thing where they're like the expectation that they're all Christians, kind of like it, it just gets to me because they couldn't even put in enough like thought to have somebody be different. Yeah, like a Muslim or something. Yeah, I mean, I I suspect there's a or co- an atheist or an anything well, else. Well, I suspect there's a cultural level we're missing here, like a black cultural level that we're missing. Where like I know community, black atheists, like yeah, but uh, I mean, I think there might be there may have been some politics around it that we're not necessarily. Yeah, I know, but it it mm. it's one of the things that God, it's just one of the things that I don't particularly like in these kinds of movies where they just like they don't put enough it feels like it's not enough effort it feels like they're not trying hard enough to diversify their their group right like Mm. they have different like opinions but they're all pretty much the same background and the same kind of Mm. like thoughts about things I, i do see where you're coming from yeah. Yeah and then and then to have them all be christians as well is just like it's just frustrating because there's not any kind of you you, you want to see people who are different all coming together to be friends you mm. just kind of it, it's what these movies are supposed to be for yeah i guess and like i know they're all different in that like one's really loud and likes fighting and slutty and things and then there's the one that's like really uptight and then there's the one who's a celebrity and the one who's a celebrity gossip site 
yeah, hustling to deal with that. Like oh, this is that, the thing. This is what the way, I mean. Those wonder. those guys mostly have the same personality. Yeah. And when Lisa breaks out of her like tight, you know, tight mm. ass shtick, she's the same personality as them as well. Mm. They all just have the same personality. Yeah, I yeah, felt no, for I, her I do a understand. Lot. I just felt for her because she was trying to get out of her comfort zone and all this sort of thing, and everybody kept making fun of her. Yeah. And I felt like she just kind of caved to peer pressure in order to do all the things that they wanted her to do, and she wasn't really being herself. And it just annoyed me. <laughs> Yeah, it was all about finding your voice and being yourself, and I didn't feel like she was really doing that a lot of the time. Mm. It felt like she was putting on a performance for her friends. Yeah, in fact, when she first like starts hooking up with this guy, and then she finds out that he has a really big dick, and she's like, "No way!" Um, that felt more real to mm. me because, like, and also that is legit real. Like, <laughs> that is something that that that's a real thing. Women would be like, "Nah," but that's a, it's a plot line in uh, Magic Mike XXL. And magic yes, mic. it is. Yeah, um, I remember. It's a plot, and and like it's a real thing. And but also, it felt like her. It felt like her saying, "I, I do want to get out. I do want to have some fun. But I have boundaries, and I'm I'm going to stick with them." And then, but then they reverse that. She eventually kind of gets so far past her comfort zone that she's like, "Ah, oh, screw it." Yeah, and I mean, there is something to be said for breaking out of their comfort zone. I just don't think they did it very well with her character. I would have liked to see well, it handled a little bit yeah, more uh, kindly. It was well, felt very unkind her, to her. And her and Tiffany Haddish. They were there to be put where the writers needed them to go, yeah. More than to have a journey. Like Regina Hall and um, well, Queen Latifah's characters I mean, had a journey to go yeah. on. Dina has no journey; no. she has none. Dean, Dina is is the definition of comic relief, and the two of them between them are comic relief because. But there could have been a journey yeah. for her because she gets fired at the beginning of the movie and I know. refuses to acknowledge it. Like there could have been a journey of her accepting things and growing up a little bit but they just decided not to do it because mm. they and i get it cuz they like her so much the way that she is mm. cuz she's great yeah she's great she's so funny and uh, uh, she has to have um ad-libbed some of those lines because Definitely. the scenes go on too long and they were clearly trying to get like more stuff to use mm, the best take out um, of it and then they just went now nah, we'll keep it all in mm-hmm. um, which probably didn't help with the runtime but she's so kind of watchable that you just get sucked into it. Mm-hmm. Watching her go off at Mike Coulter is a gift. That's amazing. And I'm 99% sure that's also a reference to the time Solange attacked Jay-Z at the Met Ball. Okay. That was like oh, a couple of years ago. And then like Lemonade came out and then Jay-Z's album came out to talking about how he cheated on Beyonce. But there's, there was this video that was on like TMZ or somewhere, but it went everywhere where in the, in the lift at the Met Ball where Solange just attacks Jay-Z like with her purse throwing herself at him and she's this tiny you know mm. tiny little person he's this big dude and he just takes it because like obviously she's just found out that he cheated on her sister and I'm 99% sure that's a reference to that mm. a little bit but that is so funny it is and the way that they, and that, that sort of friendship of where like that as soon as they find out he's a dog they're just all standing up for their friend yeah and it's interesting because you've got that balance of course between like people's your like marriage relationship versus your your best girlfriend that you've known forever kind of thing and there's always tension in that in like everyone's life but that's one of the nicer parts of the whole thing where they just they're willing to stand up for her when she isn't even ready to stand up for herself yeah yeah that's it's interesting though because you don't really know where that's coming from for a lot of the movie with not willing to stand up for herself it might just be that she wanted to be in this business deal and she agreed to it and this is i would like her this is why i'd like a little bit more of her character because She's clearly this really ambitious woman who's done really well for herself because she really wanted this. Yeah. And obviously there's a 
trope in there about really ambitious women and not being able to have children but you know we'll leave that aside but she really clearly wants this and we don't see enough of her being ambitious no because she clearly does she Mm. loves doing this she's happy to turn up she can turn it on and i would have liked to have seen more of that and we needed it earlier as well because if you're going to get that conflict with her and latifah and them not starting the business together and they were going to and yeah we needed, we needed that information a lot earlier. more of that and there was time it was not like there wasn't time i know that we could was have, really annoying like, to me had to find that out seven during less the- concert scenes and fitted that in easily <laughs> so many um to find that out during the fight was mm. like really painful to me i was like why are you giving us information it's like writing an essay mm. you don't put new information in this late into the conclusion into yeah. the conclusion exactly you don't put it in then because it changes the whole kind of dynamic mm-hmm. of the movie and makes Latifah so much more likable. Well. Yeah, that's right. Because it's very anti-gossip, which bothers me a lot because the whole celebrity ecosystem would fall apart if it weren't for gossip, right? And yes, there's really bad gossip. Like TMZ is awful, is truly awful. But without like, you know, the more friendly gossip outlets, the, the People and the Huffington Post type outlets, the celebrities wouldn't be celebrities. Like they need the gossip writers as much as – as, as much as they complain about it and all that, and as much as there should be a balance between people's privacy and dignity and all that, they act as though, like, even for just, like, I don't know, s- serving a market and or in which there is interest. There is public interest in the fact that he's cheating on her because they have publicly stood up and said, we have a model marriage, right? Mm-hmm. And they've talked about their marriage and they've put it out there. So that is actually of news interest in the celebrity ecosystem. So it's not like she's a terrible person for doing that. And, of course, she is trying to pay the bills. Yeah. I'm, I'm not so much a fan of gossip. So, But um, it, it just um, – yeah, it seemed a little too hard on Queen Latifah's character – and too easy on Regina Hall's when Regina Hall was easily equally a bad person. Yeah, yeah. And they both had bad and good sides to their personalities. What Regina Hall's good sides were, I'm not entirely mm. sure yet. <laughs> really, I don't know. No, I, what I, yeah, I think likable about. I just, I just don't know. It's like about about this character. I don't know. She was. I, I don't know why. What does I she liked do her? that's nice ever? She mm. takes photos with fans once. Yeah. And she brings her them. friends along on this trip is about the only thing that I can think of where she's nice. But she hasn't but she does that because she feels guilty for not seeing them for five years. Yeah. When they used and to be she's really close. Extremely like buttoned up and hides everything and, and that can't be easy to be around either. No, but I mean I just don't I can't think about what it is about her character that that we're supposed to invest in. <laughs> well, I'm just invested because she's ambitious and infertile, but that's just me. But we don't know she's infertile. Too. Well, we, you, we, you know, we don't until the end, really but else. you can sort of figure it out. So perhaps I'm over-investing a little too much there. I, it's not but, that but I then don't I liked like, her before that, so I don't know. Yeah, I, it's not that I don't like ambitious women. I like ambitious women a lot, a lot yeah. of the time. I don't find the fact that she's ambitious unlikable, right? When I heard when they had that scene early with Mike Coulter where they were like, We know this isn't a real marriage, but it is supposed to be a real partnership, mm. I respected her more. Yeah. But then they went back on that and they were like, No, did you ever love me? You know, and all this yeah, stuff you about love and I was like a real mar- real partnership, yeah, blah, blah blah. And I was like, Well, if you made this choice as part of your business and a part of your ambition and part of the hope to get famous then i'm okay with that you, yeah but i, I don't know right i see to- i got that feeling about it. i got the feeling that she'd made choices and then she kept making choices to serve her ambitions and it got her to a point where she didn't know what else she could do to get I out just, of it yeah i just found that really confusing because they didn't yeah 
Because that first scene t- seems to contradict the other one. Yes. To me, the one where they talk about it being a partnership and not a mere marriage, but then later on he's like, you have no reason to trust me and, mm. of course, I still love you. Those two contradict each other Yeah, and the me. fact that, like, he quite – he's always going to go to New Orleans and have a separate room to her. Like, that screams, this is a partnership, we know what's going on. And then then it – Yeah, it's a really odd – like, that was – it just didn't feel – I was very unclear on where they were going with that. Mm. So – but if she had been like – I don't know, if she'd been anything – there'd been any other things that she did that were, like, likeable or funny or interesting or something, I feel like I would have connected to her better – but what do, she's not funny. She's not the funny one out of the group. Mm. Yeah, look, I'm sure this isn't it. I'm always sort of fun. I always like, you know, the polished, pulled together ladies as well. So maybe that's another reason why I liked her and others. I guess. You did not. I, just did, I, I don't of, dislike those people. It's yeah. not like a, I have a particular dislike for this type of character. I just don't think that her character is very well executed in this movie. No, oh, that I agree with you on. Because I don't know what there is in her character to like. We d- And they waste all that time at the beginning, like getting in funny jokes and stuff, but they don't spend enough time building the characters that they plan to base this movie yeah, on. Yeah, and, and also she's kind of an unrelatable narrator as well because she Unreliable? Is, yes. Isn't that what I just said? You said unrelatable, but- you know, oh, that's not sorry. wrong either. <laughs> unreliable. I'm a bit tired. Mm. I keep spacing out and staring out the window. Um, she's kind of an unreliable narrator as well because she, mm. like, tells us things, but she doesn't tell us about this issue with her marriage, that it's not real. Right? Well, she's but that's talking okay. to us. That's what an unreliable mar- narrator is meant to do. I know. But what should be happening is that she should be saying this stuff while we're seeing the opposite on screen. Or That's what should be happening. Or what she's saying to us should match. We need one of those two things because what's actually going on in this movie is that they're just putting in narration to give us exposition, yeah. but not for any character reasons. There's no reason for it to be her telling us because no. she's not giving us any information that's reliable or interesting. She's completely unnecessary to have a narrator as well in this kind of it film. It is. They, uh, I did want to talk about this is the second movie we've seen in the last few weeks where they clearly shot at a location, oh, real uh, at location a real event. Yeah while a real event was going on and shot around it. And you can see it a couple of times. Oh, like yeah. When um, Dina flashes Diddy and then gets to go up on stage and it's only shot from the back of her pretty uh-huh. much because they were clearly told you cannot get up on this stage to like yeah, – yeah. they clearly shot at the Real Essence yeah, Festival. Yeah. So they shoot, shoot from the side. She has to stay on the side of the stage for him to yeah. have his little And there's also a real disconnect between them in the VIP lounge and like allegedly they're in the Superdome and they can hear the concert going on. But they're sort of the VIP lounge looks and feels and sounds very different to what it is when they're actually in the room. And it just, yeah. Yeah, they did clearly shoot a real event. I mean, I think that was, I actually think this was good. They based yeah, around I a real event, real women like them could go to this event. Mm-hmm. There are probably heaps of women watching this movie who have done a trip to the Essence Festival with their girlfriends. Yeah. Um, that's That was, I think that was fine and that seemed really relatable. And also it's good to base something around an event as well because, mm. I mean, any kind of event or convention that you go to, that's what happens. Like yeah. you go to a writer's festival and, and shit like that goes down. Yeah, and it's it's really um, it's really kind of – it puts you in that situation because we've mm. all been to things like that. Absolutely. And so if you get that sense of the excitement and the energy and – drives you to do these things that you wouldn't yeah, normally yep. do and stuff like that. But, yeah, I, man, Jada Pinkett Smith put that dress on with so little convincing too. 
Yeah, the, the one, one that was really like didn't want to made out of skirt. fishing net. Yeah, that was weird to me. She I looked know. so good in it though. I just it's, I, I, it's funny because it was like that's a real Jada dress. It is, yeah, yeah, and it's fine. It's and a, she looks it's amazing. Fine, yeah. and she looks amazing. It just didn't like to me. It was so out of character for what we'd been set up, and for I think that's my biggest problem with the movie, aside from that it's too long and choppy and stuff, is that they don't do enough service to the characters. Mm. Right? Like, they kind of don't uh, – the events that happen don't come out of the don't, – don't come organically from these characters. Yes. The things that they do don't come organically from them. Yes. They're just put in situations in order to react to them. And then they, they're given the characters to kind of re- try and react in mm-hmm. character. But it's like – that's why these things feel so awkward why i don't really connect with regina hall's character ryan why i got frustrated with the lisa storyline and things like that is that they're not really they don't care that much about the characters Mm. and they don't really care that much about that storyline they just want to have fun and make jokes they need them to be in certain places for certain things to happen which is what i said about the supporting characters more but it's even with those main two they just Mm. don't set them up well enough to do anything other than just put them where they need to be for the story yeah, and I think that was my biggest kind of problem. Even with – like, because if I see another comedy where I really do get the characters, not even like them necessarily, just know who they are and where they're coming from mm. and all the story comes organically from that characterization, it's a lot f- more fun for me to watch. It's a lot funnier and I come out of it with a better impression, even if it's not very well made. Mm. But you notice the cracks more when yeah, the, it's not as strong and that, that needs to be stronger in a com- comedy yeah, because we want to care about these people – yeah. To have the emotional arc of the yeah. movie. Yeah, it felt like a very cobbled together sort of movie. Mm. Like it didn't have the greatest cinematography. It didn't have the greatest storytelling. It didn't but have. But boy, did it have a lot of cameos from famous people. Yeah, that's it. It was, it really was like, you know, what availability do you guys have? We've got the Essence weekend here. Um, Jada, can you be here at this time? You know, it was very like, it seemed like they w- were just like, oh, let's go and hang out in Vegas for the weekend. It's be like the, um, Give, give not Vegas, New Orleans. It makes me feel, but I was reminded of like yeah. original Ocean's Eleven, where it's just like a bunch of people hanging out or Hangover. Yeah, Hangover. There, that's right. Like you just um, a bunch of famous people hanging out, f- filming stuff with a vague sort of semblance of a plot and characters to hold them together. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Ocean. I think the ocean, great o- original Ocean Oceans. I think the original Ocean's Eleven is great. Yeah, um, but you can't deny that it was. Uh, this is more like, um, actually, it's more like if you're going for that kind of thing, it's more like um, the Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Where he gets his friends yep. together and goes off and makes a movie. Yeah. Yep. So, and, and I really wish they didn't go to those homophobic jokes. The homophobic jokes made me angry. Mm. They didn't need them. They were upsetting and mean spirited. And like mm. when they when they laugh at Julian, when they're like, oh, do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I don't like any of you guys anymore. Um, for like a solid 15 minutes, I was really mad at them because mm. I'm like, this movie doesn't need that. Mm. The spirit of this movie isn't that. And if that's what you're going for is the spirit of this movie, then you're missing what your target is. Mm. It should be feel good. It should be pro people. It should be like, in, in, you know, embracing differences and things. And that's why I was also I think I had that problem with the Lisa storyline and things. Mm. It's not – it's unkind a lot of the time. Yeah. And it shouldn't be because it should be a celebration of these women – um, so that's why that put me off. And that, that slut shaming, like, you have yeah, to get, the, you the, have to have sex with a dude, but not too much sex. Just yeah. have the right amount of sex. <laughs> yeah. The conservative streak that runs through it is, I think, annoying. Yes. 
But I did wonder if there was some sort of thread of colorism in it as well, because both Mike Coulter and his um, Instagram girl are so much darker than the four oh, main women. You're right. Um, which I noticed when she showed up in that red dress yep. and she's on stage and she's a lot darker than they are. Yep. And she's like the hoe. <laughs> they they inter- use a lot of really nasty words as actually. well yeah. towards her that I didn't yeah. really. Again, that's like, especially coming from, you know, when Dean is calling her. Yeah. All these oh, and then and I mean, it also, it's kind of like if she's an Instagram model, she's ambitious too, right? Yes. She wants to be famous just like uh, Ryan does, right? Yeah. And she's using the tools she's got available, right? So she doesn't. She isn't famous enough to get on the celebrity gossip sites, although that is definitely a tool that some people will use. So she's using Instagram because she can and she's used mm. it well and then, you know, she finds this famous guy and gets pregnant to him. Like you can't – there is a side to that story about what she does and the choices that she makes actually make quite a bit of sense. <laughs> yeah, and especially when you pit her against Ryan, I found it mm. – that's another thing. where you pit, When you pit those two against each other, I'm like, well, why is Ryan better than her? Mm. That's what I don't get that. Yeah, the only she, thing that she, she is Ryan, but like 15 years ago and trying to like make her way in the world. Right. But also, why is Ryan better than her? Well, she never cheats on him, but she's going to a couple of times. Mm, she comes this very close, close to cheating on him a couple of times, right? So what makes Ryan better than Simone, the mm. Instagram model? Yeah. Nothing, except that we're on one of them's side. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of – because especially – you know, if we had something about Ryan that we could cling to as being, mm. you know, a pillar of goodness or whatever. And they keep talking about how she wants to help people. And I'm like, based on what? She's not really helping people, is she? Well, other than that she flies her less rich and famous friends to New Orleans for I, the weekend. She, they mention a general sense. Has a co- <laughs> has a conversation with some fans and is nice to them. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the whole thing about we never never actually set up what her personal brand is. She wrote a book about having it all. Yay, that's great. And she maybe seems to have a TV show as well. But there's, they don't ever really show her doing that job. She's very composed is about all we know yeah, about her. Yeah, composed, polished, well-dressed, pulled and together. Even, and then her falling apart never really Even when she's hold. falling apart, she's still doing it in like a pristine white jumpsuit. Or when she does the speech on stage, it doesn't she's feel – She's still like – perfectly quaffed and dressed it feels it feels more authentic the reactions to it than her speech what i really wanted to kate happen, walsh's reactions to it were really good they actually. were great she was really great she but was great I, what movie. i really wanted to have happen but didn't is that bar fight that they get in i wanted her to have a black eye yeah. and have to give the speech with a black eye or like it had to cover it up yeah that to me makes people total sense yeah. that would have been that would have been a character moment a journey yeah. you know it's something that happened um and it didn't and yeah that was a bit of a disappointment it was really. really funny when they were high though and Queen Latifah, when Queen Latifah came over and was like, we're going to go now, was bowing, and she brought the lamp over and she was like, my date will pay for the drinks. <laughs> and then they kick the joke off with Kate Walsh going to the lamp. She's like, thanks for paying for the drinks. <laughs> that was genius. Queen Latifah was better in that scene than the whole rest of the movie. When she, she was, was doing the like awkward bowing thing, yeah, yeah, it was better than anything else she did in that movie. She mm. was so funny. That that could have lasted like half an hour, and I probably would have still been on the floor. It was so great. Yeah, yeah. And watching Queen Latifah like try to have sex with the lamp and stuff was <laughs> it was so funny. And yeah. Dina thinking she was flying, and then when they did that, she's so far away, and they were like standing right at the table. <laughs> Oh. That was great. Mm. I loved all of that. That mm. was amazing. 
So yeah, any of and and you know when they went, just when they were out, it's fun and funny, and I laughed. Yeah. And when they were together, it was fun and funny. And I, oh, the um, Tiffany Hadish deep thro- uh, the, the, giving a blowjob to the banana joke was really funny and really <laughs> great raunchy, but like, bit. Oh my god, that was great. That was great. Like you could see the shock on the um, feel the shock in the audience at that, and I was living and for it. Tiffany Hadish committed yes, to that. Joke. Well, she committed amazing. to everything, but she committed to that bit. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Killer. And you can and see the other actresses trying to like hide it as together, well. Yeah. Like, I think the actresses, I do think the actresses tried really hard. Yes. And I appreciate them in this movie, especially the two sidekicks, Tiffany Hadish and Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm. But Queen Latifah and Regina Hall, given that their characters were not very well fleshed out and not very good, I really felt like they were committing. They were doing a lot. Mm. To they did a lot with not work. very much to work on. Yeah. And I appreciated that. I appreciated the energy level that they kept up through the movie mm. as well because this is the kind of movie where it could be really easy to, like, not be able to keep that up for the whole thing. Yeah. But it seemed like they had a pretty good camaraderie and they worked t- together mm. well. Yeah. Um, so I appreciated that. Yeah. But to me, this I just I think you enjoyed it more from the start. You were yeah, giggling yeah. at the beginning I was, and I was like, well, I, found the, I wanted to jokes. Die. I found the jokes in the first bit quite kind of funny. And, Some of them were and kind I, of funny, but they, yeah. it was just so in such awkward space. Fair enough. <laughs> like so awkwardly presented, and I was like, "Ha mm. ha!" Jada Pinkett Smith was with her mother. Mm. Also, by the way, Queen Latifah's like apartment is incredible. I was like, "How does she afford this?" That's, anyway, well, that's why she's about to lose it. To yes, possession. It's because way she's, too good for well, her. The, no, but. That, again, that actually makes sense, though, in the context of somebody who'd started a business with Regina Hall and everything was going really well, yeah. had overcommitted to something. Um, and there's probably a story in there about, like, black folks and um, subprime mortgages and stuff as well. Like, you think when things are going well, overcommitting to something and then now she can't pay for it. Mm. Yeah. No, no, that made sense, actually. Yeah, it it does, does, but it when was you find out gorgeous. at the end of the movie, when you see it at the beginning, I was like… Yeah, like… W- yeah, how is a celebrity again, gossip writer living needed, here? We needed that information so much earlier. Mm. And and that's after, I think also because we've already been presented Sasha as oh yeah she doing she's doing gossip now but she's making it work is what Regina says mm. Regina Hall Ryan says in the voiceover yes so it doesn't seem like they have a beef that comes out of nowhere we don't understand why this has happened mm. we don't know anything this is what I mean by the narration doesn't help it makes it worse mm. because we don't like. <sighs> It's almost like they changed the script halfway through the movie because they were like, oh, let's put some more tension in. Mm. Let's just, as they go along, let's just keep editing the script so that we can have more of this or yeah. more of oh, that. And that's, uh, that's probably what happened too. Like, especially if they were, you know, they had this event they were filming around, they had this small time on location. It wouldn't surprise me if like something had happened or there'd been a bit of an improv session that had mm. happened. And so they went off in a different direction because, oh, this was really funny. Let's do that. And, like, there's this bit at the beginning where they're like, oh, remember when we were young, we would hear our song and we would go on the dance floor. That was us, the flossy yeah. posse. And then that never comes back. No. And that would be the perfect bit to come back. Yeah. Because everybody has that. But that's also screenwriting 101. Yes. <laughs> they should have had that song come on at some point and all of them do the dance to it. Mm. That's so – it's such Duh. basic storytelling, but it gives you that feeling of nostalgia and togetherness yeah. that they don't go to. You know, mm. it's just like – Especially, they should have had it be a Mariah Carey song. Yeah, and the, then they and could then use their they, Mariah cameo. Exactly. She sings the song and they do the dance to it. Perfect. Duh. You yeah. Know? And then just splice it in with the actual Mariah Carey concert. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's so easy. Mm. They just uh, – ah. anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um. So what are you giving it? I don't know. I'm kind of between two and two and a half stars. Mm-hmm. I've seen movies that I laughed at less that I've given better scores to. 
But I just got so frustrated with this. Mm. So two stars. Yep. Okay. I actually think I'm going to go three stars because I had more fun than you. And I do think it was fun. And three is my, yeah, I had enough fun kind of That's why I didn't result. go two and a half. Because you, <laughs> like, you knew go I was going to go three. Uh, We've yeah. been doing this too long. We know each other's <laughs> brains too well. Well, sometimes you surprise me and you that's do it true. differently. But I did think you were going to go for three. So I was like, yeah. mm, if I give it two, then it'll balance out at two and a half. And that's about where I think it should be. Yeah, which is about right. Um, Yeah, so. Uh, I just want to say that none of the stuff that we've said justifies the crappy, crappy um, treatment treatment of no. Girls' Night in Australia. Because, I mean, movies that we've liked a lot more have gotten the equally crappy treatment, like Creed mm. um, was dreadful, um, Get Out. Mm-hmm. We never even got Dear White People. Another movie. Keanu that, either. Never got yeah, that. that. I was going to say Tiffany Haddish was also in Keanu and we never got that. Mm. It is awful and annoying and... I don't appreciate it at all, especially when these movies are starting to do really well mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the, like, big successes and things. Are, um, yeah, this movie, made, like, movies, this movie was made great. for $19 million and took in over $100 million at the box office domestically. So why don't you think we'd like it here? It's not like we don't have black women in Australia. But it's not just that. It doesn't it's it's not, Does it matter that much. This is this is bad mums. Yeah, exactly. Everybody liked bad mums. Why is, wouldn't we like this too? This is The Hangover with women. Mm. People liked The Hangover. There's an, And Rough Night did okay, you know. Mm. There's no reason to believe that this won't do well mm. except for racism. It's just racism that is keeping these movies from us. Mm. Like it. None of that means that you shouldn't advertise this movie and see if people want to see it because they don't advertise these either. No, that well, that's the other problem. There's hardly any kind of um, get out. They started advertising when it went big in America. Like yeah. we started seeing the trailers here when it went big there because they were like, oh, it's coming out here in a few months, and we should get people to go see it because it's done so well. Mm. But like a lot of the other ones, I mean, Creed, we had to basically hunt down. And I only knew that this movie was even out because I follow Ava DuVernay on Instagram. And she she does a cameo in it, and she was promoting it and stuff. I don't even know, like I didn't even see anything about it, hardly. No, I only found out because I looked it up because I was like, oh, it's doing really well. Yeah, that's the first I heard of it was on Instagram, and then I was like, huh. And so I, you know, made an effort to think about it, and when I was look at finding it, and yeah, it's utterly ridiculous. It is, and it's it's so racist. It's mm. so racist, and I'm so sick of the racism in Australian. Everything, um, everything. But it, yeah. this is a—it's really bad. It's, it's particularly cultural stuff. Australia is so far behind the rest of the world. So far, even we're so far behind New Zealand. Yeah, we're so backwards here in terms of how white our culture, like our cultural products, what we get exposed to, what is available easily to us is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's it. Yeah. I just wanted to mention no, that. I think that was important. I did to say. say that I didn't really like this movie, and it's true. I didn't really like this movie, but that's not. That doesn't mean we shouldn't have seen it two months ago yeah. when it came out. That doesn't justify the racism behind the no. decisions. You know, it, it, just because I didn't enjoy it doesn't mean that it was. Hmm. Didn't, it, that it deserved all of that. No, precisely. Okay, um, I guess we'll wrap up now. Thank you very much for listening to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. If you would like to find the show notes or our old episodes, they're on our website, silverscreenqueens.com. Uh, if you want to read Katie's review of Girls Trip, it'll be on her blog, silverscreenqueen.wordpress.com. And if you want to find us on social media, we're at screen underscore queens on Twitter, uh, facebook.com forward slash silverscreenqueens for all the accent videos you can ever want. Um, <laughs> we've been very into accents lately. Well, I, I think and the internet algorithms are sending them my way as well. So I keep posting them. And uh, if you want to find us on Tumblr, tumblr.silverscreenqueens.com on Tumblr. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.